Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. This is week two of January uh, of two, 2023. We're already on January the 9th of this brand new, big, huge year of massive transformation. And it's already started. So I'm sure Pam's going to let us know about this big week ahead of us. And um, I'll be back for our meditation. What's in store for us, Pam? Yes. Well, <clears throat> as far as the big year of transformation, ideally we're all on board with that. Um, however, compared to the past few years, this year may feel, for many of us, less um, disruptive, abrasive, um, out of control. And the way we do that, and Susie and I will do our annual forecast for 2023, uh, should be up in another week or so. But the ones of us that are not going to feel 2023 as uh, horrendous, as maybe it felt the past several years, are those of us who are in a flow of adaptability and transformation and shape-shifting. So this first day of the week, Monday the 9th, we have the moon in the sign of Leo, and the times I give are Eastern time, so please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. But it is in the sign of Leo through 8.52 p.m. And at that point in time, it goes void, of course, for the late evening Eastern time. So what does that mean? Well, what it means is Monday has a... It has a fiery sheen to it because when the moon's in Leo, we want to, we're attracted to things that get our attention or seem vibrant. And on the other hand, we may be people that that's what we're emitting. So people who are fire signs or air signs or have not necessarily your sun sign, could be your rising sign, your moon sign. Uh, these are people who, when the moon is in the sign of Leo, can feel that sense of curiosity, playfulness, want to glam up depending on your orientation or create. And <clears throat> the thing about Monday the 9th, is all of that is very rich and bubbling and happening, especially since there's a picture in the sky between Venus and Mars that 
really kind of, um, oh, it, it, what's the word I want? It's the friction on the tinling that starts the fire. So morning can be very, very exciting for some of us and, and some people wanting to connect or things coming together that have this lovely, almost alchemical deliciousness to it. But the caveat about this day that's hugely important is that <clears throat> if we've got that fire going, make sure you clear the air so the smoke doesn't get in your eyes and you are not seeing everything that's before you because things that are happening started coming to fruition, following through on this day are best served when we step up, take responsibility, and make a commitment to it. So for people who are just uh, kind of cavalier or not paying attention or just into the, the juiciness of it, but not, you know, they didn't follow through with their certification or they didn't do the checks and balances necessary to make sure the thing could fly or they didn't make sure they had a good co-pilot or someone who was going to show up beyond time and do what was necessary to do. That is where the snares happen on this particular day. So some of us may have to do a Uber stepping up to certain responsibilities. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that wasn't covered. Let me uh, put in the money for it or make sure it happens or call in a freelancer to help or whatever's necessary because we can make it happen. But it's just really, really important that there uh, all the feet on the tripod are well balanced. Otherwise, there's going to be a fall. So the late evening, once the moon is void, of course, when the moon is void, of course, that means it's not making another geometric aspect to another heavenly body before it uh, changes signs. So moon in Leo, void, of course, that just wants it, just wants to have fun, just wants to canoodle, just wants to play, just wants to lose itself in music or a delicious movie or something like that. So if you can chill, relax, or perhaps you're on a creative project, that's an excellent time to just flow with it. Just work with what already is on your board or already happening. And the next day, the moon enters the sign of Virgo, but it doesn't do that until 10.15 a.m. So this morning may get a little late start, depending on when you usually start your day, because it's Leo moon void, of course, in the morning just wants to enjoy wherever they are. They don't want to necessarily hustle and jump and go to work unless, of course, work is where they shine and they're the star. So just know if you're having trouble kind of getting started this morning, that once we get to mid-morning and that moon enters the sign of Virgo, now we are really into it. And 
the nice thing about the next couple of days is that this has tremendous momentum and power behind it to finish up things that you need to finish up in this uh, waning moon cycle. So anything that's kind of on your desk or, or that you want to just clear off and get finished before you really pull yourself into 2023, these are good days to do that. Now, the important thing on Tuesday is that you don't get in your own way. And when I say that, what I mean is that especially as we get in the later part of the day um, and those of us who stay up late at night, uh, tempers can be short. So that might be yours. It might be someone you're working with. It could just be someone who comes out of nowhere and decides to engage with you on social media. Whatever the bait to get into a display of anger, it is really best to avoid it. Um, those of you who've listened to me for a while or who know me in client context, um, I am not a person who dislikes anger. Uh, I dislike inappropriate anger. I feel that anger comes up inside of us to direct us to where we want to put our power and energy. When we react in anger and we are not processing or really coming to terms with what triggers that or ignites it, then we are terribly ineffective can say or do the wrong thing and shoot ourselves in the foot or hurt someone. So if you find yourself engaged with someone who is triggered or you're feeling it yourself, especially with this moon in, in Virgo, the I cannot exaggerate the healing ability to really process and understand where this comes from. You may not, you know, like accelerate through five years of therapy or analysis, or uh, but for some of us, it can be incredibly healing and create really great self-awareness. And if we find ourselves engaged or in a discussion with someone else where this is getting projected or thrown at us, we can take a breath and figure out how to direct this, redirect it, so that the person who is struggling with the anger or the reaction or the inappropriate um, way of speaking can hear or, or experience another side of it so that that, I think of anger as a, a inner, our, our inner furnace, the um, chi that is just not being utilized the way it could be. And so when we understand where this is coming from, and, and, you know, it's not necessarily an easy fix, 
But sometimes just reflecting on, oh, wow, why, why am I blowing up about this? I don't know. I don't understand. So let me tamp it down, figure out how I'm doing this, and not ignore it, but look at it in another time when I can really start to understand where this came from. And it could be a long journey. But when we catch this, it's like, it, it is like catching fire. When we catch this and we allow ourselves time to process it and understand it, then we do amazing things. Then we come into our own power. So, okay, so that's just something to think about on, on Tuesday the 10th. And let me start moving to get through the rest of the week. Always one of my favorite topics, being a very strong Mars-Pluto gal myself. So on Wednesday the 11th, uh, this energy that I talked about could be for many of us, especially those who basically harnessed it and either reflected on it or put it in an appropriate place. This can be a very uh, transformational, energizing time where we do a lot of really good therapeutic healing or hands-on work. I mean, you can plow through certain projects or make things happen that have been stagnant for quite some time. But here's the piece that's so critically important. On the 12th, on Thursday, that's when Mars finally goes direct. So for those of us who have very strong placements of Aries or Scorpio or Mars, these past couple of months have been rough because Mars... Mars does not like to be retrograde. It's the planet of action, of expression, of desire, of libido. It wants to be moving forward. So whatever may have come up for some of us on Tuesday and Wednesday or possibly the, the past week or so or, or a couple of months, as I, I said, this is when the logjam starts to open. And it can be very fast for some of us, depending on if that Mars has been moving in a way where it's directly engaged with uh, planetary energy in your horoscope. So once it goes direct, which is 3.56 p.m. on Thursday the 12th, now we're in a period where the acceleration can be huge. And that moon goes void, of course, at 6.06 p.m. So Thursday, some of us can see things happen with, oh, I don't even know how to say this. <laughs> I'm going to put together two funny words, exponential alacrity. <laughs> it's just, it's going to be fast for some of us. So it might be 
oh, you were waiting for an answer on, you know, a client or a friend or a family member or something that had been held up forever, you know, real estate, business deal, finances, um, acceptance, job application, whatever, and suddenly things start to happen. For some of us, it will be that day. For others, we'll find out, you know, in the next week or couple of weeks. But there is a huge um, momentum happening on the 12th. And once Mars is direct, of course, it moves over everywhere it, it had moved retrograde. So it can take a little bit of time before it's back at that point, depending on how personally this affects you. But it is in forward movement. So especially people I mentioned earlier who are Mars, Pluto, Aries, Scorpio people, you are going to feel a lot more movement to occur as of this point in time. Mars, (coughs) which is so appropriate with Mars going direct, isn't it? So... So Mars, as it's gone direct, is moving through the sign of Gemini. So think about that if you know a little about astrology or know a lot about astrology. Mars in Gemini is, it's an air sign. It wants to know what's new in the neighborhood, stuff with brothers and sisters, uh, uh, what's going on in communications. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Everything starts to move. And what I think we're going to see is a lot of things that have been a little unformed or we didn't know where it was going are going to get so much more clear over the next uh, couple of months as it it just runs through Gemini and then it it goes into... uh, I'm just checking my notes here. It goes into the sign of cancer at the end of March, and it just it just moves for the rest of the year. But as it moves through the sign of Gemini, and I'll talk more about this on the year forecast, but this is important for anybody who's in communications, community work, uh, something that you've been negotiating or trying to figure out with neighbors or siblings, anything that involves um, transit, specifically, uh, I, I'm specifically transit that is how things connect locally. So, um, I would see a lot of activity with emphasis on um, bicycles in cities expanding this kind of whole network. We certainly have seen it in the tri-state area, New York area where um, I'm from, but I would imagine this continues to take a lot of emphasis if it was in areas where these kind of conversations about networks, uh, commuting infrastructure, um, negotiations, anything that's been held up for the past several months towards the end of last year, that's where we're going to see a lot of forward movement. Again, not necessarily on Thursday, 
but it is happening. And for those of us who want to at least plant seeds or work with things that we've had going on these kind of topics, uh, Thursday's a great day to do it. And just make sure you get whatever it is in motion before that 6.06 p.m. time when the moon goes void, of course. And then we have a few hours where it's void, of course, in the sign of Virgo. And that is just absolutely perfect to be doing things that are about self-care or therapeutic things, things that just really restore and recharge you or loved ones or anyone you're working with. <clears throat> then the moon enters the sign of Libra at 9.56 p.m. And now we're in rockier days because that Libra moon is, is kind of going back and forth. I mean, whatever, wherever there seemed to be some momentum, maybe second guessing. Some people aren't happy with how electric other people feel or go and and certain powers that be wanna they want to squash absolutely no question about it they want to squash what is going forward i mean an example i'm thinking of which i you know uh, i i don't know enough about the business itself to speculate but I'm thinking of something like Twitter, which is a communication thing that Elon Musk bought, and he's been uh, going back and forth with trying to maintain power or show that this was a good idea on his part, which is questionable. But anyway, um, one of the things that's coming up is when I look at something like that, I would say, okay, so where's the money and how does that look and who's in power really? And so that is the kind of um, business or situation that will probably be experiencing uh, a bit of backlash from the sudden forward movement. It's, it's like the pendulum piece, you know, where you've got that heavy pendulum that has been moved in one direction and is kind of frozen there. And then suddenly it moves forward, uh, pretty much like a wrecking ball. <laughs> and once that happens, you know, some people jump on the wrecking ball and they're all for it. And other people are, are running. They're just, they just, can't handle it at all and others are buttressing up and saying no we're not going to go down but yeah they are um so friday the 13th which is actually a very special day uh for those who are lunar oriented uh friday the 13th is a it's it's historically a sacred day it has to do with the 13 months of the lunar cycle and friday being venus's day so it's it's very feminine day very uh, fecund fertile and so use that Friday the 13th to invite in whatever might need to soften in you or people around you to allow in 
more abundance, more romance. And I, I don't just mean, when I say romance, I, just, I don't just mean a romantic partner, although that may be important to some of us. What I mean is the romance of being human and being alive. And oftentimes people forget in the busyness of their life, they forget the absolute pleasure of being a human being in the natural world. So it might be you buy yourself some flowers on your way home and um, or things that make you feel loved or special or sensual. I mean, these are all wonderful things to do for ourselves, not just for someone else. Yes, if you want to invite someone in, in the play, that's fine too. And I, I certainly don't discourage that. But in, when the moon is in the sign of Libra, it's about communication with the other. And the way we most effectively communicate with the other is if we're first 100% clear on what we want, what we want to say, and who we are. So these couple of days, Friday the 13th and the 14th, are a little awkward because it shows, um, it shows struggles in how we communicate or express ourselves and um, what is it we, where we find common ground. So it may be within yourself and it may be within something you're negotiating or trying to make happen. But stay with that Mars momentum. Trust the fact that something is in movement now. And if you feel like you're, hit, you're hitting a wall or there's not a lot of give, recognize that it is still in movement. And sometimes we have to see where the blockades are in order to give ourselves time to understand how do we start to dissolve that. How do we work with it differently? How do we get into different conversations to move it differently? And the moon goes void, of course, on Sunday the 15th at 3.40 a.m., so in the wee hours of the morning, and it enters the sign of Scorpio at 7.08 a.m. Now, what I love about this Sunday is for those of us who have been doing the work and meeting the blocks or pushing through the anger or working on self-awareness and consciousness, Sunday is a tremendous day for pulling up the power within you and giving birth to whatever the ideal or peace is that you want to bring into 2023 while at the same time letting move through anything that no longer serves you or the rest of the world while you enter in the new energy. And now I turn it over to Susie. Well, it sounds like a big week, always. <laughs> always. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would like to work a little bit on the anger piece that you spoke about in mm. the beginning because mm. I think that comes up so much for so many people and it's, um, it's a very big piece of the world always. So I invite everyone now to do our 10 little minute, 10 minute little meditation where we 
are focusing on a certain concept in these meditations. So now just take a place of stillness and I invite you to just think back on a particular situation that might have happened today or during the last few days or maybe many, many, many years ago if you are someone who has miraculously <laughs> been able to transform all of your anger. Just go to that point. For some of it, us, it's, it's, a, it's a seething, writhing, huge ball of fire like a volcano. And for others, it can actually be just held inside. The anger can be deeply, deeply buried inside of us. But if you're human and you're on the planet, there's probably a time when you have experienced anger or it might be a daily occurrence. So just visualize for just a moment that last scene that you can call to mind and just don't rehash the conversation, don't go into it or into all the actions, but it's more just about just remembering, just notice the sensations that you might have had in your body. Notice if you feel tight, get all stiff get all hot, or maybe some people get queasy and it goes to their tummy or most of us get like a rush of adrenaline but as we know that doesn't really last that long. So just notice what happens to you. Just notice what arises. And this is a very important thing for us too is just to become observers and to notice what arises. So at first we look at what's happening physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. This is a very big part of understanding ourselves and understanding how we transform. So just notice how you feel in your body. Just observe it. Just like you're watching a movie, you're actually stepping outside of yourself a little bit to look at this. And you're just experiencing the feeling. So you've hit the replay. And now just take a hand and put it on your heart center, put the other hand on top. So both of your hands are now on your heart center. And just take a few deep, slow breaths, allowing for a few moments of repose, of stillness, a little rest. And visualize that all of the energy in your heart center now is gathered, full of love full of wisdom, full of compassion. And now let's take a little look back. Let's hit replay. We're going to look at the situation again. We're going to allow ourselves to feel compassion for that being, for that you for yourself 
that was angry. Just feel compassion for yourself in that moment of anger. And make a wish for yourself, wishing that that self know peace, feel peace in their mind and in their body, that they feel compassion, that they feel equanimity. And because anger is usually a response to something outside of ourselves, uh, another person or a group of people or a particular situation, might be even a natural disaster, a war, man-made, nature-made from the cosmos, Just take that compassion in your heart centre and share it. Send that compassion, the peace of mind now, to that group of people, to that person, to that situation, without analysis, without conceptualising, am I doing the right thing, do they deserve this, all of that, all of that mind chatter. Don't worry about that. Just send compassion regardless of the situation, regardless of the facts. This is developing something very important in us, which is unlimited compassion unconditional love, boundless compassion. Just send that out. And send that out now as a field that whenever you encounter this condition, this situation, this person, this group of people, that you can always hold this state of mind this state of your heart. I will always be heart-centered in this situation and I will always respond with compassion. We're developing a, a more spiritual approach in our lives, a more skillful approach. We're examining ourselves. We're examining our own nature our own anger, and we're learning how to deal with it and condition ourselves to be responding, not reacting, as in reacting to the situation, but responding gracefully with spiritual insight, with emotional maturity, with peace and with calm so that in the next time that we are triggered, in the next time that we quickly are jumping or automatically jumping into a reaction, we might respond differently. We might understand that there is anger that is coming up 
that it simply wants to arise. We can simply let it arise and we can act immediately to transform. Allowing the anger to become wisdom. I see what's going on. I understand the situation. I know that my anger will not be beneficial for myself or for the others. I will choose to respond in a different way with understanding. I will choose to respond with compassion, with patience. I will allow this anger to transform and become neutral. Perhaps we can allow this anger to become pure energy to allow for motivation, to allow to bring us into action. See that anger just coming up and just dismantle it down to energy and then see what do I want to do with this energy? How can I help this situation? How can I help myself? How can I help the world around me? Transforming our anger into energy, into strength, into power, into compassion, into patience, into boundless wisdom of myself and the world around me. And gently we release our hands, opening our eyes and knowing that every time we respond with compassion and patience that we are sharing this energy and helping others to do exactly the same. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone, and we very much look forward to being with you next week. Thanks so much, Pam. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and Have a great week.